you know what? We talk about about naked stuff too much. So let's let's curb that. I've had two in the in the this, we'll call this the Clash Royale follow up segment uh, oh. uh, of the episode that's now becoming. It was supposed to be just uh, part of the video game episode, but now I I feel like it's taking over our lives collectively. We can call uh, it the the contrast royale segment. Contrast, if like. Yeah, <laughs> ding. Um, I've had I just while I was waiting for you to arrive, um, as it were, the I was playing a game and I played another game. And I played the two versus two games, and yeah. both times, both times, uh, my co match co co person, whatever it's called. My life partner in Clash Royale left halfway through the match, even yes. when we were like winning. So I have, I have, I have myself have not noticed that, but my wife, who is the what the dungeon master, the dungeon master of, of our, our clan. clan, yeah, uh, who who has taken control <laughs> of our 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 clan and our uh, game earning and and just yeah, taking full control, all the reins, yeah. Um, over over our clan has had that experience for some reason i and it doesn't say that they left it just is very clear that no one is helping you it's almost like well these two for me were the person actually it said your co whatever whatever it's called your partner person has left the match um and i i, I don't know if the other team gets notification of that because they kind of just start piling on and they're like whoa, this guy sucks or whatever, I guess. Yeah. Because um, it becomes very obvious that one you're, it's one against two very quickly in, in this game. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of, I don't know if it's disheartening or if people are, like I would, I would, I would actually would be worse if people stayed watching but didn't help because then it's kind of like they're just watching you get beat up. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is because they're, um, they're, disconnected for whatever reason their wi-fi cut bad out. signal or yeah yeah I, i've had that happen before teacher the came into the room <laughs> sure <laughs> you're, you're playing under the desk and you're trying not to get caught yeah man i remember i remember speaking of video games hey we'll just do a full recap this is the recap episode from the rest of the uh the high contrast we Let's, have one we should at, do a, a greatest hits episode that's a really good idea every six episodes we go back and we we look at what we've actually said and uh just facepalm all of the, all the things. Baseball. <laughs> um, we, Is that a No, no, uh, like Picard, Picard face palm. We used to play snake under the table or under, under the desk <laughs> at school um, <laughs> because the Nokia, whatever, whatever, 6190, whatever the phone was, had the, the, the best snake, all the good snakes. It was really, it was fun. It was a good time, man. High school. This podcast is going south pretty quickly. Yeah. Did I just say I played with my snake under the desk? <laughs> well, so I'm wondering if people might, if they jumped in right at the whatever minute mark of the podcast and just heard that as the opening line. I guess that could be the cold open. It, of the podcast. Probably it will be. So it probably will be. Hey, are you so editing this one? Is that it? Yeah. I do I, so. I don't have a say in this. Yeah, I think it's my turn. <sighs> well, overall, though, so you're enjoying... Clash of uh, cl what is it called? Clash Royale. Clash Royale. You're st you're still enjoying that game. Uh, I am. I'm. I'm wondering though, with like you were saying, with your wife being sort of the the taskmaster of the group now mm -hmm. <laughs> of the clan. Mm -hmm. uh, what was kind of just like, uh, I don't I don't want to go into gender stereotypes here, but like was kind of like 
bros hanging out, drinking a beer now is becoming like another clan chest starts in three days. Let's work together to get it. Um, kind of almost on an order and, <laughs> and, uh, we'll see if it takes the fun out of the game. If it becomes a, <laughs> a to-do list. <laughs> listen, listen, she means business. And, uh, if you're putting time, time's money, you're putting it in, putting it into the game. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's good. It's overall, it's healthy. It's good. It's good for our clan. Um, our cave is much improved by it <laughs> for you live in a virtual cave, I guess, but she didn't, I responded with thumbs up, bacon, thumbs up. Um, but she didn't really seem to think that was a joke. I think I'm sort of expecting a coup, I guess, cause I'm labeled as the leader, but at some point I'm expecting like, Hey, should we vote out? I Chris? Yeah. How can we, how can we take control? It's a, yeah. it's mutiny here in, in clash Royale land. She knew things like, she's like, hey, let's get the clan chest. I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing we could do. But uh, we did it as a clan. So kudos to us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I guess as follow-up for me for this game, um, to earn that first clan chest, which is supposed to be a team effort where it probably is much easier to get with the clans that have, what, a 10 to 100? Is there a cap on the number of people that can be in a clan? I don't know. Yeah, probably check with your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there is, um, trying to earn one of those with two, what what would have basically been full-time players trying to earn it, playing multiple, multiple, multiple hours of this game uh, in one day is very difficult and, and daunting and almost... Um, uh, it, it was it was nearly a complete disaster um, because we didn't know if we would get any rewards for that clan chest if we didn't get to 10 out of 10. And they make it look that way. Mm. We got to 9 out of 10 and we got most of the way to that, that last little bit and missed it by the time that it had the time had expired. It was midnight. It was like 1230 at night. We were still playing these two v two games. Was Kenny involved, or he, he wasn't? He was so I tried. Okay. To, yeah. My wife was like, "Text him, text him right now, and get him on the game." And she'll hate. She'll hate it that I'm talking about this, but <laughs> she's in the other room. I'm sure she would approve. Yeah. Uh, she wanted. She wanted me to text you personally, and she wanted me to text my brother and get him to play the game. And so I did. I text. I texted you just to be like, uh, you know, can you accept? Kenny put him on here, but I knew, I knew you were busy. You know, it's the weekend. It's not, it's not business time. And, and man, it was just, it was, it was rough. We did though, get a, some facsimile of a reward, uh, from yeah. that clan chest. We got most of it, which was really nice. It was a boatload of cash, uh, and a bunch of cards. If you're ever, um, under duress because you're being forced to play clash royale we need to come up with maybe like a slack uh, safe word or yes, something you tweet out yes. just so we know we can send help um, yeah so maybe uh listeners uh, in the stuffy slack later you can let us know what you think kyle's uh clash royale <laughs> safe word should be please someone help <laughs> and then we all have to watch his twitter account in case he uh tweeted out and then we'll we'll know it's time to send that's right send some clash royale help that's right because kenny's kenny's bowed out apparently right that's what he, uh, he said i, I he saw said, in the morning show last night yeah we so we did a um a nighttime recording of morning show which wrap your mind around that um it was he was saying that he's done with it he did say that it's a great game 
when you are number twoing, but it's otherwise it, it is too too highly addictive, and he can't can't invest himself any further in it. Which I understand. Um, you you are rewarded for the time that you put into it. I don't see ads. I don't see anything. It is it is one of those free to play games that just sucks you in and doesn't feel sleazy until you're too deep to get out. Kenny responded to episode four. You just got there. So thanks for listening, Kenny, if you're still listening. Sorry to lose you as a listener if you're not. Our childhood was not capitalized, not democratic. Kyle was always player one, and I have perma bruises from any back talk. So, Kyle, I, I put to you the uh, the quote from your brother. Who's the response. Saying, yeah. Uh, you get uh, two minutes rebuttal. Uh, I don't I don't need two minutes um, as a as a. As a brother and as a someone who was separated by two years and it was and was in constant competition, the only thing I had over my brother when I was a very small human being, this is not this has nothing to do with me being 30 years old and him being 28 years old and me punching him in the in the face or anything. This is this is us in like single digits. Um, it, my physicality was the only thing I could, I could have over, over my brother and also my age. Um, other than that, you know, we're, we're pretty matched up and kids fight. Kids are stupid. I was stupid. Uh, video games are what divisive. They can, they really pitch you against people. Um, people will, will rage quit games. People will punch holes in TVs blame controllers yeah there is there's something about video games and uh the fragile male ego that uh just doesn't play well to having a brother (laughs) period something about video games and you can you can play that at my at my funeral kenny that's just my apology to you for a a life of torment and having to be the middle child I'm sorry you were hurt. Is that your non-apology? No, non-apology I'm not going to say that. I can't. No, I can't admit to that. <laughs> admit no wrongdoing. All right. Well, I think that's good. I'm sure that'll heal, heal wounds that have been festering for 20 odd years. <sighs> Hopefully the Roderick, Roderick family Christmas will uh, we'll be fine be again. We'll be okay again. Maybe, yeah. maybe you can play. She, she boxed up her damn cat. <laughs> What? <laughs> Christmas <laughs> Christmas vacation? Oh. <laughs> the blessing. It's a really good movie. I miss that movie. Speaking speaking of movies that that we watched in our childhood and continue to watch year over year, that's that is definitely one of them. I can't I can't in July though. I can't any other month that's but what, December. Yeah. I would looked outside and was like, I just cannot connect to that movie right now. It's so far from my worldview right now. You mean it's not snowing already there in Canada? Yeah. <laughs> we had our two days of summer <laughs> and now, now, now it's back to freezing temperatures. So that's right. Yeah. What, what do you have for cans on your head? Um, you know, I here I'm taking them off right now, so I can't hear you. Uh, say what you will about me, but I have the uh, ATH M50s, and um, I've had them for a really long time. The connector is pretty jacked up, uh, but they're actually 
on sale today. So if you're interested in getting a getting a pair of these, they're on sale on Amazon. I think in their whatever it's called, Prime Gold something something or other uh, deals of the day, something like right. that. Um, they they're really nice. I, I like them a lot. Uh, nice to keep the bleed out. For the most part, I do have velour uh, ear ear. Uh, puff things the, the the things that are actually touching my face are made of velour you're not supposed to put it on your face it's it's kind of i mean i here is let a, me here. is it a full body mask that you're it's wearing pretty much yeah i'm in a scuba mask right now and you here i'm gonna share no bleed. let me zoom in let me zoom oh, in you, you can video so it's oh yeah it's I like see. all the way and i am wearing glasses right now which is it's always a pain when it comes to choosing over the year headphones but um these these warby parkers i'm wearing are uh just i don't know slim enough to to be on my face and have these ath uh m50s kind of fit nicely over there and not feel like it's squishing my head or anything like that for old school uh podcast good stuff listeners kyle's got a transmission shirt on by the way i do Still, still rocking. How many did you order originally? That you have? I have, I have four in the closet that I need to just please. If you want one, there are there are nearly enough subscribers to this show here that I could just send them out to whoever wanted them. I have four. So if you're a a medium and you're okay with the the quote unquote unisex male cut, um, I'll send that. I'll send them out. I just need your unisex male. Yeah, it's. It's such a it's such a messed up uh, t-shirt world out there. If you if, if you'd like one of those, just get in touch. Dog burps on Twitter, of course, or or, or Stephanie Slack. Yeah, whatever whatever private channel, channel you'd like to. Yeah, I'll give you my personal phone. I won't cut that part out. You know, one of the things actually, we had the idea for for this show to talk about. Um, like cloud services and how we back up or don't. Um, and there's some actual breaking news since we're, we're not uh, recording this in advance of, of us um, actually releasing it. It's going to be the next one that's out is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Google has a new tool for backing up your whole computer. And this came out like 45 minutes ago. It looks like it wow. is, um, news. yeah, super breaking news. It looks like it it will be or is a part of the uh, Google Drive uh, segment of of Drive. And man, I have to show you this. Uh, Google Apps, you've got you've got some work to do. I'm gonna here. Let me pull this over here. Do do do. Ah, do, Google's do, backup do. and sync for Mac and Windows. That's a Google toolbar in the top right, having me try and choose between these these oh, different yeah. icons. Give me a break! Give me a freaking break! There, there's there's some work that needs to go into this. Too much white, not enough icon diversity. Love material three, by three grid, three by two grid. Exactly. I love here. love material design, but you guys got some work to do. Um, whether, whether or not I want to actually access backups of my computer through this interface has yet to be seen. But while I was prepping for the show, I went over to our shared, shared notes document. And on the left-hand side, I saw computers and, um, didn't 
know what to do with it. I, I knew this was on the way, but backups saved up into, into Google drive is, is a new one. And I'm, I haven't had enough time to think about it. I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is something I want. Would you use it at all? So now, um, well, I'm just trying to quickly scan here. Breaking news, trying to get up to speed as a tech journalist, <laughs> thought leader in the tech space. So you can back up your Mac, let's say your MacBook Pro, everything, your iPhoto library, photo library, sorry, uh, documents, desktop. It'll use presumably your Google Drive space. So uh, as you pay for more, you get more space, obviously. Because <laughs> um, I use their Google Photos backup already, which it works really slick as a second backup uh, for my photos. But yeah, the files part of it, I, I do the, so I do time machine backups of my Mac. I use Backblaze on my laptop to back it up because it's always roaming around and I forget to plug it in. But I guess I could, I don't, I'm in all in favor of having more backups than less. So I guess I could, I w- could turn this on. I just, I hate getting stuck into a situation where once you start paying for a backup, service of whatever size or whatever specific file type, then you kind of like you're committing to that for life, either your life or the product's life, whichever comes first right? till death do you part. And so that's where I'm always kind of reluctant to um, sign up for a new thing because they'll give generally the, I'm assuming this is going to work the same where you can get a certain amount of your space obviously is free and is included. And then after that you are paying Hundred gigs, yeah, hundred gigs is two bucks a month Canadian, anyways. The most popular plan, incidentally enough, is the middle one. That's how it always seems to work out. Mm-hmm. One one terabyte for ten dollars a month. So, yeah, all of a sudden you're paying for this with them, and you've got the Apple backups, and then you've got the the uh, Backblaze backup going, and you've got back Dropbox syncing, and you've got all of them going. And um, the the one part of backups that is rarely tested for me, anyways especially, and I know this is true for a lot of tech folks, is actually making use of the backup. Like if things go haywire, you kind of just hope and assume it's going to work. But rarely do you ever have to test it until like your life is over. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, actually Google Drive didn't actually back up, you know, X, Y, or Z, or my iCloud photo library didn't actually have a copy of my middle child's birth like I thought it did. Um, that sucks. And now there's literally nothing I can do anymore. <laughs> That it's a little, Sorry, it's, it's, <laughs> oh boy, that sounds like a personal, <laughs> like a, an actual problem that, that happened in theory. It, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I see the rabbit ears. I see the, yeah. I see the quotes. Oh, I'm blanking. I was going to say something. Google drive. Google. <laughs> Thanks. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you. I'm staring at it. Right. It's, it's quite literally staring me in the face. Um, it's sort of a, it's sort of a problem of like, where do you go to get the thing that you're looking for. And when you are sort of let's, let's make up a term here when you're cross invested in these different platforms where you're like, I'm putting the same data in multiple places in hopes that one day I'll remember to go to that place when looking for something, or let's say um, the going back to photo services, when photo services were shutting down left and right and you were looking for a new place to go, you were just hoping and praying that the next one you signed up for wasn't going to be shuttered and, and sunsetted, uh, Shutterfly before, almost, basically. Yeah. Until 
and so you wanted a place that you could rely on and a place where you knew that uh, you could go and get get the stuff. You could find the the birth of your middle child. You would be you would be able to go back and know for sure that it was there. And I think what Google is banking on is the introduction of that photo service that everyone, I think they feel like it's rock solid. They feel like you've really, you really have to do nothing to get it to work with Google photos. It just does what it says it'll do. And it's there. You don't think Google's going to go anywhere. The service that the reason I like Google photos so much, actually in as much as um, iCloud photo library is very heavily integrated, obviously into say iOS and the Mac, and that's the ecosystem of choice right now for me. Google Photos is platform agnostic. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so, independent of what choices I make, if I decide to go to Windows in a year or whatever, or Google's uh, whatever their Pixel computers and stuff, or stay on a Mac, it's all still there. Don't have to worry about it. And that's where I feel way more comfortable even recommending it to folks. It's just like if you do nothing else, go to photos.google.com. Set it up either on your computer and definitely on your phone and just have it sync in the background. And it does really cool stuff besides backing up your photos where it's like sends you little animations of photo bursts you've taken or makes movies for you on Father's Day if you want and takes care of all that kind of stuff. And and obviously probably does a bit of like photo facial recognition and to sell you more widgets or whatever in the future. But for me, it's worth that trade-off, I guess, in order to have access to everything that I've ever taken a photo or video of. Yeah, it, it tries to do a, a couple of smart things to make it seem like there is some sort of enhancement over uh, trying to figure out a backup solution on your own, which I think is is a it's valid. Um, it's valid to try and, and figure that kind of thing out because I feel like you that's prove of their business. Model. I, I uh, <laughs> only because it can seem so daunting to try and understand, well, what size hard drive do I need? Uh, I've been wrestling with this issue forever, even getting into like network attached storage drives and things like that. I've dabbled in it, but it's so unapproachable. It's, it's feels so hairy when you get into like you go into a, a fries or you go into like a micro center which is one we have over here. Um, it the the NAS drive section is just like uh, I don't know which one is better over another one. I have to actually start looking into these different processors that are listed to know yeah. what the processing power is, what does the interface look like, how easy will it be to just plug in my Dropbox and have it suck up all the stuff I already have in there. I mean, Dropbox is another one of those things that. They have a photo service, but not many people talked about it after Google introduced theirs. It seems to be the the king of the hill right now. They mm-hmm. seem to be the ones that that everyone is trying to to go up against. Um, well, it feels like all the like physical stuff that you might do, like putting a backup hard drive or a network attached storage, like you're saying, all those things um, are fine for the average tech person. But when like if you're a non techie and you forget to Make sure your time machine hard drive is plugged in. Like at an office I help administer, they'll go like a month with getting like, hey, time machine hasn't backed up warnings and not think that that's important to tell me <laughs> that their hard drive isn't turning on when that's like the the only backup source for all their life's work, right? Um, yeah. And so that's where I, I appreciate cloud services for the, that kind of stuff because 
you can set it and generally forget it and it just does takes care of everything like backblaze does a great job of that on a laptop or a computer it does not have to be a laptop but on my laptop it does that because i just forget to even i don't have it turned on for a week and then all of a sudden I turn it on and it does a quick check and backs everything up and whether i'm plugged into anything or not done don't even the less you have to think about it i think as a backup service the better and so that's why i use that um I, for me it's justified as a work expense basically because i can't not have backups of client files and stuff right my laptop blows up tomorrow but uh for life stuff it's yeah it's i know it's hard to figure out exactly where to draw the line on how much you should be backing up that's kind of google's competitive advantage though right it's they bank on the you do it once or they help you set it up once and you just don't have to think about it again if it doesn't back up while you're on 3G for a little while, let's say like your phone, Android phones have the ability to back up to Google services somehow. I don't have access to it anywhere. It's sort of the same way that you can create an image of your phone with an iCloud account. Same thing, but I don't see the backups. It's just sort of there on Google servers somewhere. And when I don't have to think about it, it it's it it is the epitome of convenience. It's it's exactly as a consumer the way that I want things to be. If I'm not hyper concerned about security or whatever, I guess I, I'm not since I'm on Android. But um, <laughs> the the fact that I do have the stuff that's on my device encrypted and knowing that that's getting backed up in into the same way um, is it's just something I don't have to think about. One of the one of the other things about uh, just getting back to NAS drives real quick. Um, I, I do need to tell everyone I have called my NAS drive Boss NAS, as in the Gungan from episode one. You shall not think you are greater than the Gungans. <laughs> it's mine. You can't take it. You can't. You can't have. You can't have it. Uh, but what I did have was a uh, QNAP. Except a million voices cried out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, I I have a QNAP or QNAP um, two drive personal cloud. It starts here on Amazon at two hundred bucks with no drives in it. Doesn't have anything in it. And so the the barrier to entry for these types of things, even just having two drives, one that copies to another one. If I stuffed those full of like a maybe a four terabyte uh, serial ATA drive of some sort. I'm already looking at 600 bucks um, and a lot of setup time and a lot of legwork. And just it's right now it's not working. It's in the closet and it's not doing anything. It's just sort of like a, it's a frozen in time version of whatever files I have on it that one day, which uh, this has happened before, but one day I will plug in and just sort of find out that, oh, hey, these this was like a certain time in, in 2016 that I had these photos. I've somehow I lost them in, in 2022 future Kyle, um, but now I have them back hi, because Kyle. I because, hi, hi, future Kyle. This is this is past Kyle. Go look at that that QNAP NAS drive boss NAS and you you'll find some old photos that you probably wanted to get rid of anyway which brings up the interesting point of like the for people again non-techies or even techies forget about this is like i have a backup hard drive somewhere in that closet back there too of like it's a firewire 800 only drive so it connects because my imac before this was a sweet 2007 imac that had firewire 800 firewire 400 and 
So that connection, I could right now today, I can get adapters to connect FireWire 800 to USB or FireWire to Lightning port. I'm sure, but like in 2022, when future Chris, like future Chris, is uh, looking for that some file, video file on some project I worked on that happened to be backed up to that thing, and there's literally no way to connect it all because we've all destroyed every single adapter cable ever made in the great adapter war of 2020. The, the great dongle war of 2021. <laughs> I'm gonna that's I'm the, I'm gonna write that one down for the title. Snake, snake part two. That's right. Playing with your snake part two. Uh, yeah, you know they're all gone, and so like just like right now, floppy disks, three and a half inch, five and a quarter inch floppy disk would be there's no even a zip drive or whatever would be in, impossible almost to get the data off of the cloud, air quotes or whatever, eliminates all of that as being an issue because it's just it's somewhere, and you trust Google will keep the dongles connected for as long as it needs to be. Um, and you're good. You don't have to worry about power. You don't have to worry about keeping it connected. Well, I mean, know. and we don't even have to talk to future Chris to, to know how that feels too, because I, I know I have stumbled upon this sort of serendipitously where I found CDs and DVDs that I've burned in the past that just have old school documents or they've got photos or the, whatever cell phone camera i had at the time has 400 by or 480 by 640 photos on it that were taken with some 3g camera thing whatever 3gp files plenty of 3gp files (laughs) um it's it's crazy that that data loses this is probably a completely separate show but like that data loses value to like sentimental value to me when I don't keep it close. Um, but the second, let's say I lose it or the second that that drive, whatever is on it, I don't have, I kind of have like a, a probably a messed up mental image of what's on there, but not a complete mental image. There won't be until I open it up again, sort of time capsule it in, in the reverse of what time capsule is supposed to do. Um, I will not remember that I have those things and do, does it matter? Is yeah. my, me- is my memory so bad or is, my, is my uh, need for nostalgia or my need for reliving Dating nostalgia? Yeah. Like reliving stupid stuff. Why do I need a seventh period, uh, junior year of high school text document that I made? I don't. But do I have it? Of course I do. And if you just put that on Google Drive, you could have it forever. I or until do, Google dies. But do I? Do I want that? It's so. It's kind of like I want the equivalent of like my house accidentally burning down, but for data. Oh, like you want to be forced to be kind of. I kind of yeah. a little bit of like data hoarding. I've got a huge data hoarding problem which is why I definitely have upgraded to the one terabyte drive uh, on Google drive. It's 10 bucks a month. I mean, uh, whatever. What's 120 bucks a year exactly. for the rest of your life. <laughs> 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 what could you really do with $120 every year? I don't even know. No. I can't even think of anything. Like, Future you know, Kyle food is, is furious right now. He's losing his mind. He's livid. We're eating bugs. After the great dongle war. If you had invested $10 a month in the mutual fund market, you know how rich you'd be? That's right. Yeah. That's my dad talking. So, 
<laughs> so like with music, so for example, like 15 years ago or 10 years ago, yep. you and I sitting here having this conversation, hello past Chris and Kyle, great hair. Um, we would be debating, well, how do you back up your music? You've got your, I've got my YouTube library of all their albums in, in iTunes and I have a backup drive of that and I keep track of my metadata for how many times I've played each song and, and all that kind of stuff. And then the live versions and, and the B sides and whatever else. And we'd be figuring out, we, I know I spent hours like upgrading a computer and making sure that my play counts carried over. Yep. And then before time machine came along or proper backing up systems, even going further back, I, you know, I went, I remember going through that, that feeling of like, I've just lost everything and it's, literally just gone there's nothing you don't, you can't because who could have foreseen <laughs> that the ones and zeros would just go poof but they did and then so i i when i was in grade eight or nine or whatever losing a computer that just the hard drive died and we didn't we weren't smart enough to have backups or rich enough or whatever and and so the with music now it's kind of it's gone for most people it's like completely gone as an issue because you either pay for streaming service i pay for itunes match icloud something or other that takes care of keeping all my music in the cloud um and so it's not even a worry and so that's where photos it feels like now have arrived and gotten to that point and documents potentially could be with right with google's backup system or dropbox whatever you're using so is there anything is there any undiscovered backup territory that the cloud has yet to reach its little fingers into i guess that's sort of where we're headed hey eh? with uh, yeah, I mean, wanting- it's the it's the things I think that have sentimental value that will bring the most revenue to these big companies that do handle data hoarding for folks. Um, photos, absolute, undeniable number one for people. Music, I think, is a close second. There is a there is a like for both photos and and music. If you lost them forever which definitely has happened for me and I'm sure it's happened for you in certain cases, like the, the plays that you were mentioning that exact scenario has happened to me with, with the iTunes library. And I've tried, I have tried every which way to try and make those plays, uh, carry over from computer to computer. And at a certain point I just had to say, it. like, I'm, I'm not going to try to do this and I'm not going to, tr- I'm not going to worry about whether or not those plays carry over but in in the back of my mind, the main reason why I don't have to worry about it is because it has moved over to a cloud service called last.fm. And I swear if I lose my last.fm plays, I will I will throw a hissy fit. I will I will absolutely lose it. I'll be livid. So it's it's like I've I've compartmentalized it and moved it over to this other cloud service that that so I'm doing the scrubbling. I now rely on. I ab- I absolutely am doing the scrabbling. You can go to last.fm slash user slash Kyle Roderick to to see what my latest listening habits are. Um, outside of photos and music, seven string guitar. That's right. You know, here's the story. If you're not in our stuffy Slack, um, I posted in in our chat. Uh, about an artist that I like, that I've listened to before, sent out an email, new albums coming out, fine. I looked on their Bandcamp page to see what music from their discography was available, and I knew for a fact that it wasn't everything. So I went over to Google Play Music, which I do currently use to back up all of my, <laughs> my local music files, 
and it's sort of like a it's kind of like iTunes match. But if you had iTunes match mixed with the entire iTunes store or or iTunes match mixed with the entire Spotify library, um, I was looking to see if their discography was on there and it wasn't. So I went into my drive, my separate external drive, dug super deep and found the folder that I had those offline music files for that had the entire discography and uh, other albums that the, the artist had played on before a whole bunch of stuff. And I zipped those together and put those into the stuffy slack. Um, they were previously available on Bandcamp. They aren't now. I may have grabbed them from like free download uh, SoundCloud uh, profiles, right. things like that, where they made them available and the data hoarder in me said, I need this album. I'm not going to rely on going onto the web and expecting it to be there. I'm not going to add it to a playlist on SoundCloud. I'm not going to deal with any of that. I want it to be downloaded. I want to quote unquote big air quotes, own it and put it on my own machine for whatever, whatever thing I might do with it in the future. Future Kyle may want it. I don't know. There's a disconnect between what I think I want and what I think future Kyle will want, which is crazy. That's absolutely. I'm just, it's the Beatle be the same person. Why do I care? It should be important to me right now. Which it's, it's interesting. It sort of indirectly brings up the idea of which something that the web has wrestled with for a long time is like services that you rely on, not just for data backup, but let's say, a service that your website relies on as a way to f- host the pictures that you post or the music or the, in our case, the podcast files. So FeedPress, thankfully very much so is kicking alive ar- and kicking um, as we record this. <laughs> and they, if they just went away tomorrow, our files would just disappear from the web, our MP3 files and would no longer exist. And some of us hopefully have copies of those, but I know I do a terrible job of backing up my own podcast files um, cause it's like, Oh, I don't need these anymore. They're on the web. Why would I back them up? <laughs> Which is like ludicrous. And so, um, but we rely on those services. I know just recently, I can't remember. It was a photo sharing service of some sort, not for like backing up your photos, but for hosting photos mm-hmm. and maybe photo bucket or something that basically changed the terms of service. Now, any site that uses them to host their photo, let's say for your, just your little blog about your cat, the photo no longer is free to be used off of their service. You have to pay a monthly fee. Otherwise, Boom, photos gone. So whole blogs and whole websites are just basically obliterated of Poof, any yeah. photos and have just a missing URL, which happens from time to time. Like famously in the, in the podcasting world, SoundCloud is always, it's always like, oh, this is the death of SoundCloud.com, which is a hosting service for audio files that a lot of people use. And especially if you're on the um, more economic side of, of podcasting, it's a great place to go to because it's free and it hosts kind of like YouTube for audio. And, mm. uh, but they just recently laid off a hundred and some people kind of the writings on the wall again, <laughs> that maybe they're going to be going away. And so I know we had wrestled for a while with maybe using SoundCloud cause they had a f- great deal. It was free for all our podcasts. Right. And so you kind of like, if it's free, you know, that's where Google kind of like, I, I respect the fact that at least they charge for more space. It's not just free cause we're going to mine your data because eventually they're going to mine all the data and there's nothing left for them to get out of you, I guess, in theory. And so then what's their motivation to keep going? But um, yeah, services where it's completely free um, and then they're going to hopefully make it up in 
numbers i don't know it's, uh, it's, advertisements it's always, numbers yeah. I, don't, I don't really know yeah i don't know what it depends i think it depends on the product on how they monetize because they may have some sort of b2b side or they might be into like whatever server management but their side project is managing people's documents or something like that um it, right. even if the service is paid i even if the service isn't paid let's say I I think there's still the expectation that the users who put their data on there won't lose their data. Uh, let's say for uh, Google Photos. Google Photos, I think, is a really good example. And they've got a free tier, which is just unlimited. You can put whatever you want on there. They compress the photos or they take like a, a smaller version of the photo. But the the emotional value that you get from it is exactly the same from the big photo as it would be for the small photo. So they think most folks, unlimited backups, all the photos you want uh, of your of your photos, all the backups uh, for free. But your expectation, let's say you're on the free tier, is that it's going to be there. You'll be able to go into Google Photos, get them forever. Um. I don't I think the expectation is there even higher maybe for services that are paid. Um but I don't I guess I don't I don't really have a point other than to say we've got you have an expectation that it's gonna work. And when it doesn't, uh and it's a it's an actual company that has your stuff, that sucks. That that is way, way, way worse than just like shruggy face. I lost all my stuff because I put it onto this this uh, boss nas over here at my house. Because <laughs> yeah, that is my I, fault. I can't remember the name of the service. There was a photo service I used though before Apple had iCloud Photos, and um, there was a service that purported to do everything. It was going to sync everything. I threw all our photos into it. I was like, yeah, I'm going to commit all the way in, and uh, and then they folded. And luckily, they gave you time to back up your data off of there. But I had pulled everything out of a photo library or whatever, iPhotos and stuff yeah. like that in an effort to save space locally, thinking, great, it's in the cloud. And I was paying for it. It was five bucks a month or something. Um, again, it synced from your phone and it kind of took care of all of those issues of like, what about my phone and my computer? Because back then we used to have photos on your computer that weren't necessarily from your phone. These days, again, it's like it has simplified in that for most people, every single photo they take is with their phone. So it's wherever your phone is, is where your library is and and that can get backed up. But back then you had so many files all over the computer and maybe your family in various ways was taking photos on different cameras that you had to make sure got backed up and then into the cloud or into the backup drive or whatever as well. And so anyways, with this service, I got burned by it because the backup that they gave you was, it was everything, but it was just like this massive archive of every single photo, not in the library or not in the folders and tagged and oh all that kind of gosh. stuff. It was just, so it was like, I basically went back to square one on my photo library, re-importing everything yep. and starting from scratch. And so, uh, lesson learned. And that's where a company like Apple, Google, I trust because they do have a vested interest in, or they're big enough, I guess, to be able to trust with something like that. Whereas I'm way more reluctant to trust some sort of startup that you know is going to just try to hit some massive amount of users, sell to someone. Uh, Even something like Flickr is barely hanging on by a thread. And that was the original sort of photo sharing site. And the writing has been on the wall for that one as they sell to Yahoo, sells to whoever, to whatever. 
I don't know how that service is sort of, it's like it's in a little cave somewhere and somebody's forgotten about it and they're still getting money uh, to pay for the servers. I don't know how it's surviving, but the, it, yeah. it must be really, really huge with the folks who have invested a lot of time in it. And I think that's, that's one of the other things where I invested a lot of, we can probably talk about photos forever because <laughs> there have been so many different services out there that have come and gone. There's services that still exist, but have changed dramatically. Um, Namely, uh, I think Amazon recently or Amazon right. or or Microsoft, one of the two had unlimited uh, drive services for the longest time and just recently changed it to where they probably found out that whatever uh, half of a percentage point of people were using over one terabyte of data. Most folks were underneath it. And so they said, why are we marketing this as unlimited? Let's just let's pull this down and try and make a tiny bit more cash from the the power users who are using this a whole bunch. And I think the the same the same thing happened with photos, maybe. Um, yeah, in, in, in any case, uh, photos in particular, when you invest a whole bunch of time into it, either for the metadata or for rating, I remember sinking a ton of time into Adobe Bridge. Uh, for like rating and ranking my photos and one starring the ones that were like blurry faces and just, yeah, it, it, it feels so much like it's not worth my time or effort. And I would absolutely love to off offload that onto a service like Google photos or someone else. If it's a, if it's an actual human being named Google, Google P photos and they want to manage my photos from now on fine. I'll give it to them. I just, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to have to deal You're with the potential loss. Photos. Yeah. For only $50 a it, year, we it, will. It looks yeah. like a phishing attack, but it's actual. it's an actual human being. So then what about, um, at 51 minutes into the call, um, what about email? Do you worry about backing up your email? Um, no. I don't. And I, I will look like a Google apologist yet again for just, I've, I've sunk so much time since 2004 into Gmail that my archive is the deepest. It is the, the, the deepest depths of the ocean of the email ocean. I have everything in there. I archive everything. I have kept nearly every single email ever received in there uh spam spam not so much but if it's like a newsletter from the san francisco giants archived why i have no freaking clue i'm a i am a data hoarder probably um and that's the only reason why google.com slash settings slash u slash zero slash storage i don't there's there's links to get to that but that's like your google drive storage and you can get details of what you have so i'm using I was curious because I, same way, like I, I was on the beta, I fought to, or not fought, <laughs> I fought in the battle of, of the Gmails, <laughs> Gmail beta anyways, like begged to get into that um, way back when, and when it first came out. And so I'm at 9.28 gigabytes of in Gmail. So whatever that is, attachments, emails sent to me, stuff I've archived, somehow I have 9.2 gigs of emails in my Gmail account. 3.3 gigs of photos. So I've used about just 12 and a half gigs of space and I have 17 gigs total because I got a extra two gigs for a 2016 security checkup bonus. So apparently thanks Google. Um, 
But so what is your storage usage look like if you can find that? Or do you need to let me take a look? Uh, So uh, let's see across the board. I am using 18% of my one terabyte total storage uh, at 194.33 gigabytes. And that's everything that's in there. Um, It looks like I'm on some sort of legacy plan, which is the same price as the one terabyte. I I don't know how that works. Let me dig into Gmail, though. So you click the view details on that page. I don't know if you're on the same one. It'll give you a breakdown. Ah, let's see. So Gmail total uh, is seven gigabytes. Oh, so you got less than me, even. So that's it's. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I just receive way less email <laughs> than I thought I did. Uh, <laughs> not as popular, I guess. I'm popular. Yeah, most definitely. Email is not something that I go back and and get nostalgic about. It's just. A place that I will search the big the big Google search box in the sky is where I will try and find stuff from the past uh, that I need specifically for for a reason. Yeah, there's limited for the average person. There's a shelf life of like, let's say three months or something, some number, maybe a year where you're like, oh, do I have the receipt from Best Buy about this computer? Because they maybe they emailed it to me or Amazon or whatever. But it generally, again, those things even are stored on your account on the various services. And so it's less and less needed. I have, even with my work stuff, I do, I use Google apps now G suite, um, for, for it. And so it's just like, it's just there. I assume Google will always be there and happy to let them scan my emails to <laughs> throw me some ads that I don't ever see. Cause I never log into the web interface. I always use some client. Uh, and so for me, I'm costing Google money, I guess in, in terms of not getting any eyeballs on ads, really, um, which should concern me going back to my motto of like, if it's free, you're the product or you're the <laughs> somehow. But so, but I, it feels like with Google, they're big enough. There's enough people using it in aggregate that uh, they can afford to pay for my little misuse of it, I guess, or whatever. So. Yeah. And I don't think in, in general, um, I should just say, I probably don't have many security concerns overall with my backups in any case in terms of google drive gmail photos whatever um i'm I'm probably more legitimately concerned about having a network attached storage in my house where i know very very little about firewalls and and protecting myself internally on my network we have an ssid but that's it i don't i don't know whether or not my Ethernet could be or my uh, Wi-Fi could be monitored. I don't I don't know what kind of access folks could get to my my network drive that I have in my house. So I would much, much rather put the blame on someone else and uh, go put put my stuff into the Google machine. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it. I'm sure there's some folks out there with um, tinfoil hats and and that do backups and then have a backup that they could put in the closet and then they have a backup they send to their parents house. I can remember hearing many podcast episodes by various folks advising things such in doing stuff like that anyways. But uh, yeah, these days, what is Kyle's currently showing me a chest? So I, speaking of disasters, this is a, this is a small fire safe that, that speaking of security, I don't have a tinfoil hat on right now, but I am holding a fire safe. Um, (laughs) It's, 
it's probably one of those places that I'll grab one of those network drives and just shove it in for for good measure so that I do have it just in case. So like do a backup of your computer systems and then Throw put the that in the, in the fire safe. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially not having kids, I think I'm in a, a completely separate realm of needing to have stuff. I I rent for a living and I don't have kids. So the the amount of personal information or like data that I might need for some reason someday. I don't have mortgage documents. I don't have, I I barely have any paperwork that I would need to store on those drives and then keep, you know, safe, keep put away in a literal safe, keep it safe uh, for a rainy day or the day when the rain stops in here in 2022. Finally, finally, when the rain stops, the um i know it's just you're causing me flashbacks of listening to episode after episode of like podcasts like the mac power users where they just go into like the workflow that they did for back scanning and then backing up like your energy company documents and your and so there was a whole period of like probably 10 15 years where people were doing that now obviously well at least up here anyways with our local companies like they just email you the bill and so you can save a pdf if you want or you can just go grab it off their website and so the in some way like i don't i'm not mocking folks for doing it but just thinking of the amount of time spent fiddling with scanners and paper documents and trees being killed to alert people of bills and stuff and all that kind of thing to the point now where if you had your arc i don't know what i would do if i had my archive of you know internet bills from 10 years ago you could go look at one i guess just for interest sake but like why every month (laughs) what what would I do with that now? And when would I ever need that? And yes, you need like income tax business stuff or whatever for X amount of years and stuff. And that's all important to keep, but somebody's got it somewhere now. It feels I like. don't, I don't need my May 2015 bandwidth usage from my, my internet provider. Like that's not, there, there is no value to it. And it's, it is an, a, an immediate diminishing return from the moment I receive it to it being archived in whatever sort of Frankenstein version you've got for, for your data backups. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to bemoan folks for actually taking the time to figure this stuff out because I, I was the same kind of person. I ate that stuff up when folks would talk about how they did backups or how they, how they wired ethernet through their house so that they could get like any, any of that stuff. I would just absolutely eat up because i maybe i thought i was concerned about that kind of thing but the convenience of the tools that exist right now and the i guess realization of the diminishing return of these items that i've kept forever is just like why i would rather keep stuff in this safe or i would rather keep the papers that i that are sent to me that I think or my birth certificate or my, my passport or like the stuff that I need to, to actually make life happen is, is the stuff that I will keep around and everything else goes to the landfill or goes to the recycling bin or archived in Gmail or <laughs> scanned into Evernote and sucked up into the, the big monster and, yeah. and OCR to oblivion. Yeah. I, I did my fair share of Evernoting in the day. And I, I think I've ca- I deleted my account, I think, cause they had a, they had a privacy issue or security scare or whatever. And it was just like, 
I don't really need it anymore. Don't all that would work. <laughs> Poof, gone. Well, and I think that's what those folks are banking on. They, whatever privacy concern they have, uh, the day that you get the email that there has been some sort of uh, issue with the service is too late. Yeah. You, you can't go back from that. So I get it. I understand the concern. All right. So in, in wrapping up, in summary, um, back up. Okay. If you want me to. I mean, I, I won't be able to talk in the microphone, but that's... I don't know. I guess if we're, if we're putting a pin in this one and we're, where you are quite literally talking to our future selves because you did just listen to last week's episode uh, before recording this one, um, a week from now, future Chris, uh, just remember to have your backups running. Uh, Backblaze does a really nice job at sending you reminder emails when it's been day 14 or day 192 of you not backing up a particular drive. That's, that's I guess, what we need. We need to just have that as a service. Pod, podcast backup reminders as a service. And, you know, you just made me look uh, at my own... <laughs> I don't know what the threshold is, but time machine on my iMac that contains, um, say, well, podcast files for clients as well as for fun, for good stuff, uh, hasn't been backed up since July 5th. So <laughs> it's been a week, basically, of uh, not backing anything up at all. And so that's where it's like, would I? what would happen if that went away, if the last week of stuff? But for the most part, there'd be files that I worked on that might get missed, but pretty much everything is in Dropbox, is in iCloud Photos, is in Gmail, is streamed off of iTunes Music or iCloud Music. And yeah, very little is actually stored on the computer anymore. Even, yeah, so it's it's less and less of an issue. Uh, I'd be more concerned if my computer got stolen, but even then, it's more the cost of replacing it and fixing yeah. it up, getting it back, all that stuff back down. But uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting in 2017, I guess now with the state of backups. So putting the onus on someone else to make sure that I'm backing up is that's my that's my brand. (laughs) 